hallelujah. Come on. If you believe he deserves the glory, would you just lift your voice right now? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. If you've got the Holy Ghost, would you just stand? Lift your voice. And let's just magnify Jesus for just a moment here right now. Come on, is there somebody happy to be in the presence of the Lord this morning? Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It is such an honor to be in the presence of the Lord. I just want you to know that you're here on purpose. God's got you here on purpose today. Well, no, I just came because so-and-so invited me. And No, no, that's what you might think. But God's got a plan. God's got a purpose. And you're here on purpose because there's a purpose for your life. There is direction for your life. Amen. And there's no better place to get it than the presence of God. Amen. And the beautiful part about this day is it's a wonderful day to make the right choices, to head in the right direction. If you've never repented of your sins, let me tell you, it's an easy thing to do. Repentance is telling the Lord you're sorry. It's a change of mind and a change of direction. But you can do that right here, right now. You don't have to leave the same way you came. Isn't that amazing? Right here in this service, you can repent and he'll forgive you. And you can walk out of here different. Amen. And if you've never been baptized in Jesus' name, I'm going to talk about that in a minute. God, it's, today's a perfect day to get baptized in Jesus' name. And if you've never been filled with the Holy Ghost, you're missing life's greatest experience. God, And it's the will of God for everybody in this house to be filled with the Holy Ghost. It is. Amen. He poured it out on all flesh. It's for you. Tell your neighbor, say, the Holy Ghost is for you. <clears throat> Amen. If you have your Bible, we're going to be going to the book of Acts chapter 2. Thank you again, Pastor Chance, for the invitation to come and stand here. It's always an honor to stand in this pulpit, and it's exciting. Thank you, praise team. What a great job. And uh, to the saints of God that are here, um, I'm going to need your help today. <clears throat> Amen. Uh, and what I'm about to preach, you probably have already heard it. But I wonder, am I, am I at a church that can get excited about something you've already heard? Can y'all get excited about repentance? Y'all get excited about baptism in Jesus' name, receiving the Holy Ghost? <laughs> Good. So listen, if you've heard this message, I need you to help me. And I mean more than a yawning nod and a passing wave. I need somebody to get excited with me. And I'm, a, I'm just going to cut to it. I know a lot of times ministers, we, we kind of build it for the point. I'm going I'm to kick it off, tell you exactly where I'm going. I've got one goal today. And that's to bring somebody in this house to a decision to be baptized today in this service in Jesus' name. That's what I'm after. Amen. I want you to be baptized the Bible way, not man's way. I will, so what I'm going to do in a very short message is remove about 2,000 years of man's ideas and philosophies, and I'm going to show you what the Bible says about baptism. I'm going to show you how Jesus wants us to be baptized. Listen, I'm not, I don't want to please a denomination or man. I want to please God. Anybody feel that way? This is about me pleasing Jesus. Maybe you were already baptized before. Maybe as I'm talking about it, you're not sure exactly what was said or how you were baptized. Listen, if you're not 100% sure, how you were baptized, then, then you need to get baptized in Jesus' name today. Amen. And, and listen, let me make something clear. I know a lot of places you go when you get baptized, it's, that's how you join the church. We're not trying to get you to join the church today. We're just trying to get you to be obedient to the Word of God. So if you want to be baptized, all you need to do is just tell the person you're with or, or you know, just tell somebody close by you or whatever. I mean, you, you listen, if, if, and if you know somebody in this house and you love them and you care about them and, and you're, you're thinking they might not have been baptized in Jesus' name, then just follow the Holy Ghost and go encourage them if you feel that prompting. And, and so that means if somebody comes to you and says, hey, you, you want to be baptized in Jesus' name, that means it's because they care about you. It's because they love you. We're, we're, nobody's going to force you to do anything, but the Holy Ghost could nudge you to do it. Amen. Now, how do I know it's Jesus? Well, let me tell you, if you're feeling any inkling or nudge to be baptized, that's Jesus. 
Because I tell you one thing, it sure enough ain't the devil. The last thing he wants is you to be washed in the blood. Amen. So if you're feeling a nudge to be baptized in Jesus' name, then that's Jesus. I'm telling you, it's that simple. And and I want to alleviate any excuses you might have today. Well, I, I didn't come prepared. I don't have clothes. And you know what? You didn't come prepared, but we did. We got robes and towels. We got a warm baptistry. In fact, we, we got, in fact, Brother Chase, would you do me, I know you already got your Bible up. Would you mind, would you just, just go back there, stand behind that baptistry, take that jacket off, get them sleeves rolled up. Go ahead, just take off up there. Get ready to baptize somebody in Jesus' name. All right, we're going we're gonna to take it a step farther. Brother Sister Hodge, would you do me a favor? Would y'all just go sit on that front row? Brother Sister, guess where y'all at? Right here. Y'all just come on over here, sit down. All you got to do is when you're ready, as soon as you feel it, just get up, walk out. These folks will take you right back where you need to go. Listen, when we stand before God, you're not going to be able to say that church wasn't ready. Honey, we're ready to baptize you right now. Now, listen to me for a second. As soon as you feel it, get up and walk out. We're not going to wait to the end. The, the altar's open right now. I'm going to start preaching here in a second, but it's open. right. As soon as you feel that nudge, just go ahead and go. They'll take you. Y'all ready to take somebody out? They ready. Come on. Amen. Brother Chase is going to be up there in a second. All right. So as soon as you feel it, don't wait, don't wait on your spouse. Don't wait on your friends. It's, this is between you and Jesus. Amen. Amen. So let's talk about it a little bit. We're gonna, in fact, listen, if you, if you get up to go to the bathroom this morning, we're going to baptize you in Jesus' name. Acts chapter 2, verse number 38. Now watch this. There's a lot of question about baptism that if you read the book, it's cleared up. Acts 2, 38. Then Peter said unto them, repent. Now watch this. And be baptized. Well, well, who is supposed to be baptized? We don't have to guess at that. Be baptized every one of you. It's all of us. Everybody. Tell your neighbor, that means you. Come on, turn around to somebody behind you. Tell them. Look them right in the running lights. Tell them, that means you. <laughs> Amen. And, well, what, how are we supposed to If everybody's supposed to do it, how are we supposed to do it? We don't have to guess that. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ. There's one way the scripture teaches us to be baptized, and that is in the name of Jesus Christ. And why? We don't have to guess about that either. For the remission of sins or the canceling out or the forgiveness or removing of your sin. My God, that's a reason to run and get baptized right now. It's knowing that my past is going to get canceled out when I get baptized in Jesus' name. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promises unto you and your children. And all that are up. Come on, somebody ought to rejoice. Come on, somebody ought to dance right now. The devil is a liar. Come on. We got two going out to get baptized right now. For the promises unto you and to your children, and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Watch this. This is good. This is the good part. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly received his word. Excuse me. I'm going to get baptized. Come on. Come on. Come on, church. Let's rejoice. Brother Chase, we got three on the way right now to get baptized in Jesus. All right, here's what we're going to do. As soon as they're ready, let me know. We're going we're gonna to interrupt this message for baptism in Jesus' name. But I'm going to preach it 
because I, 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 I got to come after some more folks that are, that are hesitant. That's okay. I get it. Maybe you don't understand. You're fixing to, so just hang on. But and So just you can sit down. Let's just sit down because it, it's fixing to get good. Y'all ready? Come on. Let's answer some questions. First and foremost, is baptism necessary? Okay, by what authority? We just heard this Peter guy preaching a message. Who gave him this authority to preach on baptism and to tell us how to do it? Well, in fact, Jesus in Matthew 16, 19, he said, Peter, I'm going to give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Now, this is a, a powerful passage because a key is something used to open a door. But if you look it up in the Greek, it means uh, the authority or the power to. And so Peter was given the keys or the authority to, and the power to what? To open the kingdom of heaven. Now, this is a powerful passage because the word kingdom of heaven here, it didn't think what I was thinking it was meaning. When I began to look at these words, the word foundation means, or the word uh, kingdom rather means foundation or base of power that includes the requirements and privileges of. So Peter had the power to show us the, the, the foundation and the, the privileges and requirements of Heaven, if you look up the word heaven, it literally means in that passage the gospel. So Peter has the knowledge and the keys to open up the gospel, which of course is salvation for us. So this is powerful. So when Peter preaches, I need to know what he says. He's got the foundation. He's got the, the requirements of salvation. And it was on the day of Pentecost that that man stood up and preached the gospel, the death the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And a convicted group of people looked back at him, the man holding the keys, and they said, what are we going to do? How, how, do we, how do we take what you've, you've given us and apply it? And then he looked at them, and he said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Let me tell you, baptism is absolutely 100% necessary. And if Peter's saying it wasn't enough, Jesus said, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Oh, okay, well, well how, how should I be baptized? Well, it's, it, it is important you get baptized, but it's also vital how you get baptized. The power comes in the name spoken over you in baptism. Well, how did they baptize in the Scripture? Well, in Acts chapter 2, the Jews were baptized in Jesus' name. In Acts chapter 8, the Samaritans, those half-breeds that the Jews hated, got baptized in Jesus' name. In Acts chapter 10, the Gentiles that were totally uh, disconnected from Jew Judaism, they got baptized in Jesus' name. The apostle Paul in Acts 22 himself got baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. In the book of Acts chapter 19, the disciples of John, now watch this, they were re-baptized in Jesus' name. Paul shows up and says, hey, under what then were you baptized? And they said, unto John's baptism. Then Paul, he didn't get mad at him. He didn't get angry at him. Brother Hodge, chew him out and say, you bunch of dummies, you got baptized wrong. He said, oh, man, hey, Paul baptized a, a man under the baptism of repentance, that you should believe on the one coming after you. And we interrupt this message for a baptism in Jesus' name. Come on, let's get ready to rejoice. Yeah, come on, somebody rejoice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, my, 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 somebody's sins just got washed away. <laughs> come on, let's rejoice with them in just a moment. Hallelujah. Man, we got more people responding to be baptized in Jesus' name. Is that all right with you if we just interrupt this message a few times to baptize some folks? <laughs> Come on now. Boy, it's a bad day for the devil, I'm telling you. <laughs> Come on, let's stretch our hands forward and pray. In the name of Jesus, God, work your perfect work right now. God, you're doing amazing things in the life of this young lady. Hallelujah. Come on, when she comes out of that water, I want us to rejoice. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Come on, clap your hands, all ye people. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. So I'm going to preach a little bit more. Amen. Amen. So Paul, he said he didn't get mad at him for being baptized already. He said, but nope, he was just preparing the way for somebody else. He, he was preparing the way for Jesus to come. Amen. So watch this. This is very important. When they heard this, they were baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. We got another one coming in the water right now? Not right now. Okay, we're going to preach a minute. All right, let's go. Now, now, this verse, it, it's always been powerful to me that they heard that, um, that hey, John was presenting Jesus. He was a forerunner to Jesus, and they got rebaptized in Jesus' name. But it never really made sense to me fully until a few years back I was in uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and I got, I got an, an, uh, an open door to go sit down with a rabbi at the synagogue. So I sat down with the rabbi for a couple of hours, which was an interesting thing. When I walked in, I said, we have something in common. He, he just kind of smiled like, yeah, right. I said, I believe in one God. He said, no, you believe. And he started trying to explain something else. I said, no, sir. I believe. Here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. Man, he, his eyes got wide. He said, are you serious? I said, yes, sir. I believe in one God. Man, we get to talking. We talked for a couple of hours. And one of my questions was, do you believe in baptism? He said, yes. Now, you got to understand, John was their rabbi, okay? And so rabbi means master. When these guys got baptized, and, and so they were following their master. And I asked him, I said, well, how do you baptize? He said, well, we do it by immersion because it's a burial. I said, man, we're on the same page. I said, well, what, do you say anything? And this, this is what got me. He said, oh, yes. He said, you are always baptized in the name of your rabbi. And all of a sudden, this verse made sense to me. They had been baptized in John because he was their rabbi. But when they realized John was preparing the way, they said, we're going to change masters, so we need to be baptized in Jesus. And I don't know who your master is this morning, but let me introduce you to Jesus. He's the, he's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And if you're going to get baptized, you ought to be baptized in Jesus' name. Oh, preacher, you're making a big deal about the name. You better believe I am. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And whatsoever you do in word or in deed, do it all in the name of Jesus. There's one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. Come on, let's get ready to rejoice. We interrupt this message for a baptism in Jesus' name. This is amazing because I, my son, as he was preaching, looked at his mom and said, Mom, I've been wanting to get baptized. Can, you, can I please just go ahead and get baptized? Oh. I know he's only six, but we're not going to withhold this from Jovi. Come on. So right now, Jovi, by the profession of your faith, we already had our conversation. Bathroom, grab your nose. By the profession of your faith and the authority of the word of the Lord, I now baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ. Catch your breath, buddy. Yeah, come on. Come on. We ought to see children falling in love with Jesus. Oh, come on, somebody. Clap your hands. Let's magnify the Lord. <laughs> come on now. <laughs> Woo. We got... We got two more getting ready. Come on. I, there's still more people that need to respond. But what we're going to explain it a little bit better while we're waiting. Amen. They coming down now, Brother Chase? Got one ready. Let's go. Let's do this. Come on. Let's get this party started. Come on. Don't you know the devil hates this? People hearing the word of God responding, being baptized in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on. We're going to rejoice with them when they come out of the water. Come on. Let's rattle these rafters in Jesus' name of your faith and by the authority of the word of the Lord I now baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ yes hallelujah hallelujah
Oh, excuse me, I just feel like worshiping. All right, so while we're waiting on the next, I'm going to preach. You can sit down if you want to. You can stand if you want to. I don't care. The religious world, I, I need Matthew 28, 19 up on the screen if that's possible. Uh, the religious world is confused about baptism when they really shouldn't be. There's only one proper biblical way to be baptized. Matthew 28, 19 was a command by Jesus to baptize in the name. The apostles didn't repeat the words of the command, but they did obey the command. It was a formula that they understood. Okay? So if I said, man, I, I need some H2O. Now, ain't one of y'all will go grab a songbook, start digging, cutting out H's and twos and O's. What would you go get? Because you understand the formula. And the disciples, they understood it. Jesus said, go ye therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Now the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are titles. That the apostles understood the saving name to be Jesus. Now I took this to a man who had lots of degrees. He was a principal of a school. I took, I handed this verse to him and I said, just tell me what this is. I gave him no inkling what I was looking for. He grabs this verse and he goes, okay, go you there for a teacher. And he's kind of mumbling under his breath, baptizing in the name of the Father. He said, oh, so we're looking for a name. I said, explain it to me. He said, it says right here, name of the Father, comma. He said, comma means a pause and a change of thought. So we're looking for the name of the Father, comma, pause, change of thought. And the name of the Son, comma, pause, change of thought. And the name of the Holy Ghost, comma, pause, and change of thought. Then he said this. In fact, if you find the name of any of those three, you found the name of all three. Come on now. The name is singular. But watch this, Matthew 121. It says she's going to have a son, and his name is going to be Jesus. Amen. So what's his name? Then John 5, 43 says the name of the Father is Jesus. Amen. Then John 14, 26 says the name of the Holy Ghost is. So when you get baptized, you ought to get baptized in the name of. We're going to interrupt this message for another baptism in Jesus' name. By the authority of the word and by the profession of your faith, I now baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ. Take your breath. Come on, somebody, clap your hands. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Come on, that's all right. Come on. We're here to celebrate. While the next one's getting ready, I'll tell you a little story. I got a telephone call from a cousin of mine. He had, he had backslidden, walked away from God, and uh, married a girl that knew nothing about God. Well, after he marries this girl, she just starts getting curious. She starts getting hungry for God, and she starts trying everything. I'm telling you, she was trying everything. Brother Hodge, you ready to take somebody out? You ready? He's ready. He's ready right here. So, sir, he's ready right now. All you got to do is walk out. He'll take you right back there. Amen. So we happened to be in, in town together. He came into Memphis, and I happened to be in Memphis at the same time. And he calls me, and he's like, he said, Bobby, man, my, 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 my wife is so hungry for God. But he said, I'm just not in a place where I feel like I can talk to her about it. <clears throat> he said, you reckon we could get together and you could just talk to her about the, the, the gospel? He said, she's trying every church. She's going everywhere. And uh, so I said, man, well, let's just see what happens. I said, I'm not going to force it, but if the door opens, you know, I'll, I'll walk through it. So we sat down at a little Mexican restaurant. We're eating, chatting, and sure enough, she brings up the Lord. She gets to talking about the Lord. And we interrupt this message again for another baptism. Come on. Well, I'll do this all day. I don't know about y'all. Come on. Let's re get ready to rejoice. By the profession of your faith 
And by the authority of the word, I now baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Come on, this is a good time to, for you to go ahead and step out. Come get baptized in Jesus' name. Come on, don't, don't let that balcony hold you back if you're feeling that tug. That's the Holy Ghost talking to you. All right, so so we're sitting there, we're talking about Jesus, and, and she said, and man, she you could see the, the, the excitement in her eyes. She was fired up about it. She said, Oh, and I just got baptized. And I was like, Whoa, praise God. I said, There ain't nothing like being baptized in Jesus' name, is there? She goes, What, what are you talking about? I said, Well, you're baptized in Jesus' name, right? She said, Well, I, I don't know what they said. She said, But that's not even important. What's important? is that I was baptized. I was like, oh, well, okay. I said, and you're 100% on that. Well, I mean, I, I, I feel pretty certain about it as long as I get baptized. I said, well, you know, I don't know about you, but I would want to make sure I did it the Bible way. She said, well, I want to do it the Bible way. I said, well, why don't we just go see what the Bible says? Well, we were next door to a Barnes & Noble. They had a little coffee shop. So we walked over to Barnes & Noble, pulled Bibles off their shelf, went into the, the, the coffee shop, got us some coffees, and I had my checkbook. And I opened it up, set it out there, and I had me a little piece of paper. And I put a line right down the middle. And I put, in Jesus' name, on one side and on the other column, I put other. And I said, I tell you what, if you can find me one time in the New Testament where they baptize any other way than the name of Jesus, I'll write you a check for $10,000. She said, you're lying to me. I said, I'm serious as a heart attack. I opened that checkbook, opened to the first check, slapped a pen on top. She's like, all right. She was like, I'm, I'm about to take you down. You could see that look. So, man, we start going. We start reading through Acts. You know, and of course, Acts chapter 2, in Jesus' name. Acts chapter 8, Jesus' name. Acts chapter 10. And it just keeps on getting longer. She was getting frustrated. She was getting antsy. You know, she was elbowing my cousin, getting aggravated. She's like, I know it's in there. I know it's in there. I let her stew a little while. And finally, I was like, you might be talking about Matthew 28, 19. So she flips over to Matthew 28, 19. Go, you there for him. Teach all nations, baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And she goes, yes, here it is. And I went, oh, man, you got me. Now, we're getting the stink eye from people because we're basically in, in a library, okay? I mean, people are looking at us, wanting us to be quiet. And I'm just, I'm, I'm going, oh, my goodness, I can't believe this. And so I start writing a checkout. And I'm like, how do you want it made, you know? And she, she is elbowing my cousin. She's clapped. She's on a shopping spree. She's on vacation. I mean, she, she was getting fired up. And, uh, and so I filled it out, you know, $10,000. I made a dramatic deal about it. And th but when I got to sign it, I put father, son, cousin, uncle, brother. And I said, well, I don't, here you go. Man, she's slapping her hands. Ooh! And she grabbed that check, and this is exactly what happened. She grabbed it. I saw her eyes darting back and forth. And she said, wait a minute. She said, there's no authority in this. I said, you're exactly right, because it's not my name. The authority comes in the name of Jesus. She said, I got to be baptized in Jesus' name right now. We took her, I called the local pastor. We baptized her in Jesus' name. She came out of the water talking in tongues. I'm here to tell somebody, today's the day to be baptized in the wonderful, life-changing name of Jesus. Come on, the devil's slick. He didn't take away baptism. He just took away its authority. But okay, so, so let's just say that... Uh, the Bible record's not enough. Let's take a trip outside the church and examine the findings of educated scholars and historians. I have held in my two hands Britannica Encyclopedia 11th edition, volume 3. I've turned to page 365 myself and read these words, and I quote, Baptism was changed from the name of Jesus to the words Father, Son, and Holy Ghost in the 2nd century. Change from the name to the word. I don't want to be baptized in the words. I want to be baptized in the name. There's power in the name. Hastings Encyclopedia of Religion, volume 2, page 377, says Christian baptism was administered using the words in the name of Jesus, and baptism was always in the name of Jesus until the time of Justin Martyr. That's historical. 
Amen. So the Bible is not the only thing that tells us that baptism is necessary, but also that it was changed. Amen. But, let, but when should I be baptized? Well, that's easy. Acts 8 tells us how Philip was with the Ethiopian eunuch, and he looks at him, and he said, hey, here's water. What's keeping me from being baptized? And Philip said, hey, if you believe with all your heart, you can. As soon as you're of an age where you can believe, you can get baptized. Amen. It's that simple. That's why Pastor was talking about we, we're just dedicating babies. We, we're, it's not a baptism. Amen. they got to make that decision by themselves. Well, here's, here's what I really want to get to. Amen. Because I'm preaching about the benefits of baptism. Why should I be baptized? Well, first of all, this is about salvation. Thank you, Grandma and Grandpa, for what you taught me. Thank you, Mom and Dad, for what you taught me. But the Bible says seek out your own salvation with fear and trembling. This is about eternity. We've got one shot at this. Amen. Amen. So it's essential to be baptized in water by immersion. It's essential to be baptized in the name of Jesus. But now let's talk about the benefits of it. First of all, Acts 2, 38 says repent and be baptized. And we interrupt this message Again, for a baptism in Jesus' name. Are you ready? Come on, let's just pray as we're waiting. Lord Jesus, this young lady is making a decision. God, we pray you'd go with her every step of her life. In the name of Jesus, thank you, O Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, we can get ready to rejoice here together. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Your faith and by the authority of the word, I now baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on, clap your hands and rejoice, somebody. Amen, amen. We're still ready. We're still ready to take somebody out. Okay, now I'm, I don't have a whole lot more to say here, so I need you to listen quick. But let's talk about these benefits. Amen. You can sit down if you like. We got another one coming right now? Okay, he said, go a minute. All right. Repent, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. Watch this. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The first benefit is that when you get baptized in Jesus' name, you get a promise from God. Honey, I wait, I've been promised things all my life and they didn't come through. Listen, we ain't talking about you, your spouse. We ain't talking about your daddy. We ain't talking about the bank. We're talking about Jesus. When Jesus makes you a promise, it's going to come to pass. If there's ever a reason to get baptized in Jesus' name, it's that you're going to get a promise of the Holy Ghost. And we're going to interrupt this message again for a baptism in Jesus' name. He taught about in the name of Jesus. Come on, stretch your hands forward. Let's ask God to move, direct this life in the name of the Lord. Master, we love you. We love you. We love you. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Thank you for your direction, Lord. Thank you for the decisions that are being made. Hallelujah, hallelujah. By the confession of your faith, Anna, and by the authority of the word, I now baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ. Catch your breath. Come on. Hallelujah. Yeah. Come on, that's it. Let's rejoice with her right now. Come on, the Holy Ghost is moving right now. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Come on, something's happening there right now. Come on, let's pray. Come on, let's pray. Something's, something's stirring right there in the waters. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on, Brother Hodge, you ready to take somebody out? We still got room? He's ready. Come on. You ain't waiting on us, baby. Come on, we're witnessing a miracle right now. Hallelujah. Come on, let's pray the Holy Ghost would move. Come on, let's pray the liberty of the Holy Ghost in this place. Come on, somebody that knows how to pray, open your mouth. Let's begin to pray. Every roadblock removed. Lord, where the Spirit of the Lord is. There's liberty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So number one, I'm going to give you some more benefits. Come on, you, we, we go to workplaces and we want, we want to know the benefits package. I'm giving you the benefits package of being baptized in Jesus' name. First and foremost, you get a promise from God. 
Then it, but then it says it's for the remission of sins. So your sin is canceled out. Now this is a principle rooted in the Old Testament. The word baptize means to dip or to plunge or to immerse. It was a word that was used to describe a fuller. You can sit down if you want to. You can stand either way. I'm good with it. It was a word used to describe a fuller. He was a man who dyed natural cloth. He would have these giant vats of different colors, and he would take the natural cloth, and he would immerse it all the way in. But when he came out, it would, it would have a brand new identity. <laughs> you see where I'm going with this? When you get baptized in Jesus' name, you go in with one identity. But when you come out, because of the power of the blood of Jesus and the name of Jesus, you come out with a brand new identity. Honey, that's a reason to run and get baptized. I'm tired of who I was. I'm ready to be somebody brand new. I'm ready for a new identity. Oh, my goodness. In the book of Joshua, the Bible said he, they had done circumcising all the people. And the Bible says, this day have I rolled away or taken away the reproach and disgrace and shame from sin off of you. So when, when, when circumcision took place, it removed the shame of Egypt, which was the world, type of the world. So baptism, it, this principle blossoms in the New Testament. This is what the Apostle Paul said. He said, you're circumcised with a circumcision made without hands. In the putting off of the body of the sins of flesh by the circumcision of Jesus Christ, being buried with him in baptism. Listen, when you get baptized in Jesus' name, he removes all the shame, all the disgrace, all the reproach of the world that's on you. Amen. Some of y'all been carrying junk around for years. You don't have to carry it around. When you get baptized in his name, he comes in and rolls all of that off of you. Okay, I'm, I'm about to blow somebody's mind here, so hang with me for just a second. I'm almost done. For Isaiah 1 and 18 says, Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Now, wait a minute. How can you make a sin that is scarlet white as snow? Okay? A sin is a sin because it's already been committed, right? It's done. They're part of the past, and the past is finished, right? The only way to alter a sin would be to change the past. But it is impossible to change the past, right? Okay, let's think about this. The first miracle that Jesus did. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The first miracle that Jesus did was what? He turned water into wine. Wine is only wine because of age. So for that water to become wine it had to be given a new past. What? Well, are you with me? So Jesus gave a past where there was not a past. And if Jesus can give a past where there was not a past, then he's well able to remove a past where there was a past. So when you get baptized in Jesus' name, you got to understand God brought time into existence. He can go in and out of time whenever he wants to. We quote that verse for the remission of sins. But when you get baptized in Jesus' name, he doesn't simply pretend that you had no sin. He literally steps into your past and changes your reality. It's not simply that, that everything's the same but you're forgiven in spite of it. It has become that you have never sinned. God, when he remitted your sin, he stepped into your past and cleaned it all up. So you know what? I made a lot of mistakes in my life, but I stand before you pure, not on my own self, but because Jesus stepped into my past. Come on, and we interrupt this message for another baptism in Jesus' name. Come on, we're going to pray. Come on, in Jesus' name, Lord. You know, Lord Jesus. Come on, we're going to believe together. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Come on, we gonna, Bobby, come on, stretch your hands forward. Let's open our mouths and begin and to pray. Come on. In the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's rejoice. Yes, hallelujah. I'm going to give you a couple more benefits. 
couple more benefits, then, then, then we're just going to come around and pray for a little while. Romans 6 and 4 says, therefore we're buried with him by baptism into death. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also, watch this, should walk in the newness of life. You talk about a benefit. When you get baptism and get baptized in Jesus' name, you get a brand new life. Your life may be rotten. You may feel like you have no purpose. You may feel like your life is worthless. But let me tell you how to get a brand new life. Step out of that pew. Come down here. We'll baptize you in the name of Jesus. Listen, baptism will do for you what a doctor can't do for you. Baptism will do for you what a therapist cannot do. Baptism will do for you what a psychologist cannot do. I'm telling you, when you get baptized in Jesus' name, you get handed a new life. How about this? When that Ethiopian eunuch came up out of the water, the Bible said he went on his way rejoicing. When you get baptized, you're going to get joy that you ain't even going to be able to explain to people. How many of you remember that? You came out of the water. You, you was loving everybody. There was a joy in your spirit you couldn't even figure out. <laughs> you're going to get, if you need joy, get baptized. How about this? Romans 6 says, after baptism, the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. The Living Bible says it this way. The power of our sinful nature is shattered. What a deal to walk into church addicted to drugs and come in contact with something so powerful that it shatters that sinful nature off of you. To walk in here a liar and a thief and come in contact with something so powerful that you walk out honest. Hallelujah. To come in here an alcoholic and come in contact with something so powerful that you walk out with your shoulders squared sober all day. To walk in here addicted to pornography and come in contact with something so powerful that it shatters that addiction off of you. Stand with me, everybody, if you would. My final benefit that I want to talk about is First Peter. It says, in baptism, which is a type or a figure, doth also now save us, not by the removing of outward bodily filth. In other words, this is not a bath. But watch what it says. But by providing you with inward cleanness and peace. I'm preaching baptism because I know it's essential. But also because I understand this world's going through hell. And people are searching for peace. And that man that stood up with the keys, he said, listen, you need to repent, be baptized in Jesus' name. But it's so you can get inward cleanness and peace. Would you just, everybody, let's just step out of our pews and come down here for a moment for just a season of prayer. But we're still ready. While you come, I want you to follow the Holy Ghost. If you know somebody that's not been baptized, I want you to follow the Holy Ghost and go encourage them to come be baptized. We're ready. Brother Hodge, sis, the guess you ready? Come on, we're ready right now. All you got to do is begin to slip over there. Come on, let's begin to pray. I'm asking everybody to help me pray. Brother Chase, he's still ready to baptize somebody? He's already got one coming. All right. Come on, let's begin to pray. Come on, reach over, find somebody close to you. Come on down. Come on, put your toes on the altar. Push your way in so we can have room for everybody. Would you do that? Would you take two or three steps forward for me? Make sure everybody can get up here. Beautiful. Come on. Come on, begin to pray. Reach over, link up with somebody. Let's begin to pray. Master, God, you know where my neighbor is. You know where my friend is. God, we, we want to obey your word. We want to, to have that peace. We want to have that joy. Hallelujah. Come on. Follow the Holy Ghost. Now, if you know somebody that needs to be baptized, just slip over to them. And we're going to start singing something here, but come on, let's begin to worship. Would you do that? Come on, let's just begin to thank the Lord for everybody that's responded. But still, right over here, we got people ready to take you out to be baptized in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, help me pray. Help me pray. Come on, if you have the Holy Ghost here, would you open your mouth and begin to help me pray? Master, we love you. Thank you for all that you've done. Thank you for every life that's been changed. Thank you for every soul that's made a decision to be baptized. Oh, but Lord, I pray that those that are still wavering, those that are still hesitant, God, that they would push past their fear, that they would push past the anxiety. Lord, and begin to respond. 
to be baptized in your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He picked me up, he turned me around, he placed my feet on solid ground. I thank the master, I thank the savior. for what happened in this house already today. Get ready. Get ready. Somebody's about to get some joy. By the authority of the word, the confession of your faith, I now baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So we say, get up, get up, get up. Come on. Get up out of that grave. Get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. Yeah. 
pastor's going to get ready to baptize his grandson in the name of Jesus. Come on, y'all. There's some good stuff happening around here. In fact, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a couple seconds here and just we're going to move around and shake people's hands. But if you feel prompted of the Holy Ghost, just encourage them if they've never been baptized. We're not going to force you. We're just going to encourage you. Come on. Move around. Shake three or four hands at least. Come on. Hug somebody's neck where it's appropriate. Come on. We're going to encourage somebody. Come on. If, if you hadn't got up already, it's a good day to get up. This is my granddaughter by marriage. I prayed in my office this morning that God would let me baptize her today. I prayed for that this morning, and God's given me that privilege here today to baptize her in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody ought to give God a praise today. Hallelujah. Staff, seeing that you have repented of your sins, I am going to baptize you today by the authority of the Word of God in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Come on, lift your voice. Come on, lift your voice. Let's praise Him and thank Him for just a little bit. Yeah! got baptized when he was about eight years old. Let me tell you what the Bible said. This preacher has, has, has laid it out as good as you've ever heard. But the Bible tells us to have a good conscience void of offense. And there's many people that are rebaptized to just be sure and they want a, the closer communion with God. There's nothing wrong with that, okay? So I'm going to baptize my grandson today in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Seeing that you've repented of your sins and that God has baptized you with the Holy Ghost. I'm going to baptize you in water by the authority of the Word of God in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of all of your sins. Come on, let's rejoice! Come on, it ain't too late for you to go ahead and step out to get baptized. Come on, it's a good day to step into peace. It's a good day to step into joy. It's a good day to get up. Oh, get up out of that. Come on, help me sing. Get up, get up, get up. Get up out of that.